Hi, this is David from Obscure Reference Games, and I've been kidnapped by Legends of Tabletop. Please send help. Uh, yeah, he'll, he leads you out, uh, and walks over. He introduces you to the, the psyker in the cloak. His name is, Estrellas Candesian. I think you're gonna have to put that in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Roderick walks over and says, Navigator Kynok. Let me introduce to you Astralis Candesian, uh, psyker of the house of Honigsberg. He has detected the warp signature, just as you have. Perhaps it would make sense for the two of you to work together. And kind of gives Astralis a nod. Uh, and Astralis, you know, kind of like pulls his cloak back. Uh, he has several mutations, um, like the, he definitely has the like wrinkled, like rhino hide looking skin that occasionally will occur. He also has like a very elongated face, um, that's not, I mean, it's still human clearly, but definitely somewhat Odd, like it's definitely mm-hmm. like longer than normal. Um, he says, "Ah, pleasure, navigator. I, uh, of course, am happy to collaborate with you." Can I do a quick uh, Navis nobility on his house? Um, he is not a navigator. Oh no! All right, he's a psyker, but not a navigator. He does not have a third eye. Oh, okay. Uh, he is a pure. Psyker. Gotcha. Um, okay. You don't know. He could theoretically be an astropath still. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't, you don't know. You do know he is a rather powerful Psyker. Okay. Um, definitely has fewer constraints than a navigator mm-hmm. would as far as raw power. Gotcha. Uh, that, all right. That makes sense then. Yeah, I he's originally like a Psyker Psyker. Okay. Yeah. I originally thought when I when I spoke navigator to him that it was just because he was like born on this planet and didn't really get it. But now that I'm up close to him, I'm like, oh, no, he has you're, no idea. He has like, no yeah. fucking clue what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. He does not know navigator like speak. He's like, I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm a goddamn psyker. <laughs> I'm just some dude with psychic powers. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, he has no house. Just yeah. not the third eye. Yeah. Right on. All right, yeah. So I'll 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 give him a a uh, a true bow, and be like, uh, Kynok of House Granicus. It is a pleasure to meet somebody of such pure power as yourself. Ah, please don't don't think of me that way. It's an honor to meet a navigator. I wished 
that I would have been recruited myself. Fortunately, I am not, but I get to serve in my own way. So he'll just give kind of the bow and restrain himself for now around normies. Sure. Um, <laughs> and so say, uh, shall we? I'm, I'm not sure if you have been abreast of the situation, but we are, uh, I, I wish to, uh, if you would lend me your assistance in, in searching about the area. And uh, I, I feel as though there is something uh, dampening the, the connection to the immaterium. That, uh, that I believe with your assistance, we might be able to suss out. Of course. Let, let me help however you see fit. And he's kind of like looking, he's like, he's still kind of like touching over the grain. He's like, I could not tell if it was just weak or if something was interfering. It's not uncommon. I can assure you that there is foul play about in some level. Well, then proceed. Lead the way. I will help in whatever way I can. Uh, who is in the grain house, in the storehouse with us right now? Right now it's uh, Roderick, your companions, the cloaked guy without powers, mm-hmm. Strellas. Uh, the guard with powers, mm-hmm. uh, and f- five other guards. Okay. All right. So he'll uh, kind of turn back to the rest of the group and be like, I would suggest that you cover up. Yeah. Jarney covers his eyes like immediately. <laughs> Yeah, Venari uh, just like turns around and he's like, "You don't, you don't want to." He just kind of like waves his hand, like just turn around. Like the rest of the guys are kinda like, "Huh?" And then they're like, "I don't know." And they kind of turn around, like, "I don't know what the fuck's happening," but these guys <laughs> seem definitely <laughs> worried about it. So I guess I'll do whatever. And Roderick's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Turn around or like close your like <laughs> or like shield yourself. <laughs> Uh, I just don't want to scare the shit out of him. That's all. <laughs> I mean, uh, Royal Guards probably used to it, but if you like, do like the third eye, like crazy town stuff, they might. Right. Freak. I'm not, I'm, I'm original, at least original at, at first glance, not planning on doing that, but okay. Um, but yeah. All right. So yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll remove the, the wrapping and the hood and, and, take all that down to to better uh connect to open the third eye and connect with the imperium okay are you trying to detect uh yeah so at this point i think i will be doing um another um whatchamacallit synescence synescence you get a plus Um, 10 from venari yep and let me see what you get from uh, you'll get a plus 10. Unfortunately, the roll is not great from the additional, the addition of the other psyker. All right. Let's see where we can go with this. 
That is okay. So we have a 34 out of a 78. Okay. It's pretty good. That's uh, and four degrees. Yeah. Yeah. And this time you're specifically honing in on this dampening effect. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I'm not trying to feel like the energies of the warp. I'm actually trying to figure out what's detaching me from them. Yeah. So, as you're kind of like, trying to hone in on this you get there there is one spot that seems um less warp energy dense than (laughs) the others um almost to the point of being like warp dark Mm -hmm. like empty of all connection to the immaterium which is unnatural for anything even like you know, dirt has some connection to the immaterium, right? right? Like everything is in some way connected. Mm -hmm. So having a black spot is particularly weird. Yeah. Um, If you are, if you approach that area, you notice that uh, there's a particular crate of the, of the tithing that um, you notice a literal sort of, inky black dot spray almost Mm -hmm. um that if you look closely around it you can see uh like it it, it's kind of speckled over a lot of the area but this looked like maybe it was constant like there was just like an extra splash or burst of whatever this liquid is Mm -hmm. um it looks like it was a liquid that had sprayed and Mm. in this particularly dense spot of it, it is warp negative, nothing. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, no warp signature whatsoever of anything good or bad um, or, or tainted or just regular type. It's like, it's blocking your power. All right. um, In particular. Um, And Astralis kind of goes up, and like, kind of like, is like almost going to touch it, and it's mm-hmm. just like, fa- like, like he feels it too. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I'll at that point put my cloak back. I'll put the hood back up, and um, and I'll kind of, you know, put my hand on his shoulder and say, "Thank you, brother," and uh give a <clears throat> to the rest of the the group radical turn around yeah when Ari turns around uh, uh, you start walking that way uh, did you find anything Kynock? yes indeed sir we actually found that uh with the help of astralis uh that this area uh is uh void devoid of the warp this uh and he'll uh draw everybody's attention to this this liquid that is covering the crate and in a couple of little spots too and say this um this substance appears to be able to absorb the the signal of the warp now, can we see it in like real space or is that something they only see in like uh, no there's a black splotches of 
a, an ink, like a black ink almost that was kind of like, okay. like okay. aerosol sprayed in a, in a denser uh, fashion on that particular crate. Yeah. Uh, and Astralis is kind of still like investigating and he kind of touches it and like shakes his oh, head a bit and it's like yeah, that was dumb um, <laughs> he just kind of like Ugh. and then it's like interesting interesting I feel perhaps that somebody may be attempting to hide what is within this crate I think maybe we might want to investigate this before moving on. Uh, is it safe to touch? Uh, Roderick, did your men bring any scanners with them? Uh, is there a chance that we can uh, perhaps detect this with some other instrumentation? Uh, of course, we have aspects in the vehicles. So I can have the men grab them. Let's start with that before anyone uh, decides to jostle that crate around. Uh, he goes, the guards run, they kind of jog briskly, come back with uh, two Auspex scanners. Um, he's like, I'm not technical uh, with these sorts of things. Of course, I've had no training uh, by the Mechanicus, so I assume you'll know how to operate these, at least one of you. Uh, I, Unless so you need an expert, can... I can summon one, but I have not prepared an engineer with us on this particular venture. And I have a multi-key, but I don't know that that really helps in this scenario, would it? it it's a plus no, 10% to tech use, but... Not uh, multi-key, no, that would be tech use for, like, security type stuff. Yeah. If you have tech use trained, that's I don't. something... I have tech use basic, so I'd be rolling on a 20. <laughs> well, better than the rest, better than nothing. <laughs> That's trained at least at basic. <laughs> well, I, I assume it's like, you know, a Star Trek scanner kind of thing. Like you just hit the button and it does its thing and spits out the numbers, right? Like uh, but it's still a tech use to use the okay. scanner. Yeah. I mean, the scanner will give you a bonus. But sure. if you're rolling at like an eight because your intelligence is like 16, yeah. you're not rolling very well either way. If the best you got's a 20, then uh, you'd be rolling at like, I'll give you like a plus one. Dude, I'm just going to stop you there. I literally just rolled a one. <laughs> First roll of the Yay. fucking night. Rolled a um, one on the fucking stupid scanner. <laughs> wow. Seriously, of, of all things, you re you you've really you've used this model before a lot as a kid. You <laughs> to play with, stand a bunch of shit growing up just for fun. You um, know, up backwards and forwards. So you are scanning the uh, the material in the area inside the the crate. You only detect grain. This particular scanner is not. There are scanners that allow you to scan for warp energies. This is not one of them. That would be super specialized. They do exist. But so inside the crate, you find you, you can't detect anything other than just grain and the crates themselves. The material on the crate definitely uh, is, it's of 
Xenos. Well, it doesn't know that it's of Xenos origin. It's of non. It's of a non, an unknown material, organic material of some sort. Mm. Potentially Xenos, in that it's not an it's not identifiable in the Auspex database as a known molecular substance. Um. So yeah, it you there's no known correlate to this particular substance in the database. It, so I have to sorry, you seem Xenos. You would read Xenos for the most part in that. To be fair, I think Jarnan would read Xenos in almost anything that he didn't understand. <laughs> yeah, right? probably. Burn it. <laughs> you know, that's that's a pretty safe bet. Like, ah, it's not us. I'll probably just say it. I'll be like, yeah, no, I'd scanned it, and uh, it's not us, so it's Xenos. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have it's for- not us, so it's Xenos. <laughs> So I have forbidden lore, Zenos. Can I roll that, or is that a stretch? <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm going to give it at a negative 20, because okay. this would be ludicrously obscure. <laughs> One. <laughs> 21 out of 20. Oh, Wow. <laughs> You said when you rolled a one plus the twenty, or did you roll a twenty-one? No, I rolled a twenty-one. Okay, that's now I feel bad for the twenty penalty, but I'll give you something. That's pretty close. Yeah, there we go. Like I I don't want to give you nothing for that. Um, (laughs) You, there are you do okay based on the fact. I don't want to make that connection per se. I'm going to say meta information. Roderick does have a Xenos. He does have an Eldar pattern looking plasma pistol. And we've all seen that, right? It wasn't. And you've all seen that. You recognize that. But the weird part is the, you make a, you kind of make a leap. I would say this is not, a known connection, but the Eldar do have rumored cloaking devices. And in some cases, there are rumors that they can cloak themselves even from the warp. That's a total rumor, though, that there are, I would say, like a sect of Eldar agents who are invisible to the warp, although that exists in humanity as well. There are uh, shit untouchables that are warp null people. So there are warp null Eldar as well. So could I frame it as would I would I frame it as you know? So Jarnan has said this is definitely Xenos, and what would a good way to frame it just me saying? obviously not looking at Roderick's, you know, side piece to, but just to say, yes, this seems to be some kind of Eldar dampening or would that be too much of a, just saying, you know, just straight up like that. that not, it would be, you've heard of yeah, yeah, yeah. the potential. Okay, so there are rumors. Like have there are a way to shield themselves okay. or shield their warp signature. Okay. 
So just saying but it's yes. bring it out as a rumor, not this is, but so and I'll say. I would also probably think, I guess maybe more if, let, let's say, right, that Roderick just inherited this pistol from his family and someone at some point had a fucking found it somewhere, right? There could have been other Eldar stuff on this planet at mm. some point. So yeah. it could have been derived from that. It could be some, maybe the Eldar are fucking operating here. You don't know. Like, but it's not like you wouldn't make necessarily the connection like, ah, he has that pistol. Therefore, he definitely is doing something. It's yeah. more of a, that's one Xenos race that you do know had some, uh, some ability to do that, whether it be technological organic or yeah. otherwise organic. Maybe it's just untouchables, like human untouchables, but human, the human folk, people tend to think they're not all untouchables. That's so I guess, from some of the, the lore you've read. Okay. So I'll, the, the way I'll frame it is, you know, with Jarn and saying it, definitely looks to be Xenos. I will say that, you know, there are rumors of Eldar, a certain pe- a certain sect of Eldar who can dampen the warp by some means. So just like, I, like you said, I don't want to give it too much away. Just keep yeah. it very vague like that. Just yeah. say, you know, there are rumors that this is possible and the Eldar can do this. Uh, Roderick is like, you believe there is a Xenos incursion on our planet? We've had no reports of such and certainly no attacks. I've heard they're quite ruthless. Venari turns to Kynok and says, uh, <laughs> is, uh, do the Eldar have a particular warp signature? Are they uh, tainted by the warp anyway? In any way, would that Explain possibly what you felt to the West. Uh, I not nah. being. Conf- I mean, do you have like Forbidden Lore Xenos? No, I have Forbidden Lore Warp. I mean, I, have, I would I have, say, uh, yeah, you I mean, would I, not necessarily. No, I mean, I know that no. there's like, sh- yeah, there's like sh- ships can give off specific warp signals. And I can like, so I I'm assuming that like various, like obviously a an Eldar ship would kind of leave a different trace than an Imperial ship, but I don't think that like people or technology necessarily would, right? Yes, you don't. Yeah. They don't give off warp corruption vibe yeah they like give the, off the a different vibe than humans yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they don't what you felt was more akin to warp entity mm-hmm. slash demon ish energy than xenos just different alive normal in this world energy right right yeah. like life force versus warp right. energy yeah this is, is this is organic found. as well so this is and this is an organic substance that is warp 
null. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I will you know ponder it for for a moment and say in uh, you know well, Captain the the warp is the warp. There's uh, it it does not care for uh, whether or not you are of man or of alien. Uh, so to to say that that it it favors or alters from one to the next is is not entirely true. Uh, I will gather as well that with uh, while uh, with Emmaus, you your your skill and your your knowledge is is adequate. Uh, this feels much more of a an organic, a a creature of the warp rather than something that was manufactured this this contains a a certain purity about it i will of course defer to your judgment in such matters he looks over to roderick he steps closer to roderick and, and kind of like doesn't pull him to the side but kind of like steps over so that they're kind of away from everybody sure uh more specifically from his guards than than you know from the crew yeah. uh and says um uh, you know, do you have the proof that you require to uh, maybe not uh, forgive the actions that were taken, but at least understand that there are things that are occurring here that were outside of our control? It certainly seems something is amiss. I'll give you that. I can't entirely blame your crew if something of this scale is occurring especially without my knowledge, is quite concerning. I think perhaps we need to investigate this further. I'd ask, of course, if willing, you would help us uh, determine what's going on here, since your men seem to be attuned to such uh, abnormalities, whereas, of course, we've never dealt with something like this. Uh, If it's been happening under our mind nose the entire time, then... Perhaps we don't have the ability or perhaps fidelity of powers to determine what's happening. I'd like to secure our place as much as possible. And if this is all tainted, certainly the God Emperor's children cannot be fed such rations. Uh, We would lose a great amount of the tithe. And uh, although concerning, I'd certainly rather rebuild than sacrifice any to the machinations of the warp. Indeed, you've been nothing but fair with us. And if I were in your position, I can't say that I would have been as uh, just as you have proven yourself to be. We will indeed uh, help you as much as we can to uh, find out exactly what's going on here, uh, as was our mission uh, originally before the uh, unpleasantness that uh, that occurred so recently. Uh, do you have a loyal cadre of men? Can you begin to uh, perhaps uh, uh, assess and see if you have anyone in your employ that may be Less than loyal. I do, of course. I have agents who can suss out anyone who 
is a threat to the throne, my rule, or the Imperium. Of course, I never thought it would come from the Harvest Mother or any of her ilk. They seemed quite dedicated and loyal, and of course, generated all of this tithe. Again, if it's tainted and that was their goal, then something even more concerning is occurring here. I don't like it. don't like this at all. And we must get to the bottom of it. So I will, I have tried to be fair. I will do what I can uh, to help the investigation, but I feel we must get to the bottom of this sooner than later. You certainly can't take the tithe now, uh, unless of course you've determined any of it to be safe. Uh, but it seems to start, we must quarantine all these goods and I will, travel back to the palace and start uh, rounding up the most loyal and um, skilled of my men to start an inquiry with the citizens and with the church. If I may suggest, if you could do it as quietly as possible, and as opposed to quarantining uh, as we are the only ones that would seem to know exactly the extent of what's happening. Uh, perhaps we just leave things as they are for now. So as not to flush anyone prematurely, uh, perhaps you could quietly round up the members of the harvest cult and use whatever means you may find necessary to extract the information that you require? Of course. It's easy enough for us to perform an investigation of doing our due diligence for the vile and heinous murder of the Harvest Mother. Uh, that would mean our agents would, of course, need to question all of those in the temple. That would make sense. They typically don't leave, so and they work the fields close by, so... I'll certainly send some men to gather as much information as we can from there. You're right. We don't need to officially quarantine any of these goods as long as you don't leave for the moment. Not saying that you're required to stay, but of course you leaving without the tithe would seem suspect as, of course, most of most of the citizenship uh, and, of course, the administratum had taken your arrival is uh, essentially that you would be finally taking the tithe to the Imperium. So if you are still here, then of course it wouldn't look suspect that none of the grain has been moved. Uh, perhaps you're just enjoying a respite from your hardships on our pleasant planet for the moment. And we take a few days to investigate. Uh, indeed, that sounds like a wonderful idea. You have my word. We will not depart prematurely. Uh, and he kind of throws an arm over his shoulder and he's like, there is perhaps an arrangement we could come to with the grain such as it is. Let's, let's talk. And he, and he starts to walk away with him. Okay. He looks very confused at that suggestion. All right. Uh, so, like, as he gets away from the crew now, Jarnan specifically, <laughs> uh, you know, he, he just, he's like, you know, uh, you know, 
the the further you get out into the warp, uh, and of course, you know, all you know, glory and honor to the god emperor. You know, may he live forever. Uh, of course, of course. Uh, things tend to get flexible, shall we say? Uh, of course, I, with a writ of trade, you can be more flexible than most. Uh, he like Perhaps not as flexible as the governor of a planet who does have some flexibility, perhaps not as much as you. Of course, of course. And his eyes kind of like, he kind of like turns his head and he looks at his pistol and he goes, I uh, have had dealings in the past, you could say, with um, agents that would not be welcome in the, you know, home systems uh perhaps we could trade this grain to someone who doesn't really matter if they are tainted by the warp interesting who might you trade this to in that case or should i not ask that question (laughs) i'm i'm sure that there are hungry people, he uses air quotes, uh, to be found in the farther reaches of space. Uh, There's no reason that we should uh, consider this a complete loss. Although, I would have to find just the right person. Then he starts to think and he kind of like scratches his beard. He's like, this might fuck up my reputation with, you know, the orcs are stupid, right? So, like, he figures if, like, if he could dump the grain off on, like, an orc ship, sure, and they yeah, all they're, fucking they're, turn, like, who gives a shit? Yeah, they're not going to know any different. They're just, yeah, they're fucking dumb as fuck. So, yes, depending on who it would be, yes. Yeah, so, depending on who it is, some of them may, yes, be wise enough to spread that word. Otherwise, other ones could certainly, yeah. Like, orcs in particular would be fucking dumb. They wouldn't know shit. If you could negotiate if you could find and negotiate a deal with them sure yeah yeah that's a possibility uh they're not unable to be dealt with (laughs) they're not easy to deal with because they're dumb berserkers but it could be done yeah he so he's like he's almost thinking out loud to roderick to see like if they can both make some money on this deal like clearly they're not going to take it back to yeah you know the imperial sectors but like as opposed yeah. to just torching the building he's yeah you know kind of thinking out loud well i i have to give it some thought i'm not sure what really would be the implications of feeding this to perhaps less desirable people I don't uh, know what the effect would be. I'm not familiar with these matters. We might consider it, though. Perhaps if you're able to deal with them, I have always heard it's nearly impossible to make those types of trades without some sort of violence ensuing at the end of the day. But if I got a cut of the profits, then I certainly couldn't argue with you taking the grain. It would indeed bolster our citizenship's 
resolve toward the Imperium as our tithe was served. If they find out that it was corrupted, of course, be terrible for morale as well as potentially cause a panic. I don't want that. So if you could unload this on some other people, then perhaps it would be a win for the both of us. That would be up to your skill, of course, in being able to broker such a deal. You're clearly capable, and you clearly have the right. It's just whether you're lucky enough to make that happen, I feel. It will require some amount of luck, as for dealing with unsavory people can be difficult. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, well, let's, let's table this for now. I, I, think, I think we can reach some arrangement. I feel uh, you are uh, more than capable in your position. I, I feel like we've, we can come to some sort of an agreement. Uh, I'll think on it. Uh, I'm certainly open. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to take my leave. Of course, I need my rest in order to properly govern and maintain such regal appearances to my subjects. Of course, uh, of course. I will leave you to it. You, of course, have uh, rooms at the palace, as you deem fit. Uh, you're free as guests, uh, of course, and you may use our facilities as you see fit. Uh, your doors will not be locked. Of course, there are off-limits areas in the palace, of course, with all uh, government uh, buildings. But you'll have uh, any of the public spaces, feel free to use. And uh, I'll leave it to you and your men to uh, do some additional investigations as I rally my best information gatherers. Your Majesty, would we be able to get in contact with our ship? It's been a bit of time, and if you would like us to do some more investigations, it may help to have some of the tools on the Heretics Bane to do that. Certainly. You may use uh, either the palace's uh, communication equipment. Uh, if you need to, uh, if you require transport to your uh, shuttle uh, or the the docks, the spaceports uh, services uh, for communication, you can certainly request that as well. Uh, I'll make sure that uh, they know to provide any resources, uh, well, mundane resources uh, that we can uh, transport, uh, obviously, any food or beverages you need. Uh, if you need anything uh, other than your equipment, uh, I'll have that returned to your, well, it is with it is in the transport you'll be taking back. So your equipment uh, is yours to hold on to. If you need anything else, please. Uh, anything that might be of special request, let me know. I will do my best to acquire it. Appreciate it. Most gracious, yes. Uh, well, I try. In the meantime, I will graciously be partaking in another glass of your gift. Ah, please, I hope you enjoy it as much as I have. Uh, I've already enjoyed it greatly, and I plan to enjoy it much, much more. 
Well, I'm off. Uh, please keep me informed. I'll ask for a report from you, uh, from one of my men. In the meantime, if we find anything, I'll let you know as soon as possible. He, he gives him like, like a formal bow. Uh, he does a bow as well. Uh, and then does a very, you know, like tight heel turn military style and walks very regally to his transport. Uh, it closes up and uh, two of the guards go with him uh, drive away okay. and they had all of our gear in the in the guard transport the other one, yeah. yeah okay cool um, your folks didn't know about it like Jarnan and Kynok didn't know but there are lockers in, in the transports that your stuff is in those lockers um, as needed and the rooms you were in in the palace if you wish to stay there uh, are available and freely yeah you can, you're free to roam common spaces all right so i i guess as they're so i guess as they walk over to the other transport those guys like you know open up the lockers and like you know pass begrudgingly pass the our, our weapons and stuff back to us there's like you know venari's like strapping his sword on and like people are putting their pistols in and he's like well i guess we've uh averted the worst of it for now uh you guys want to stay at the palace how many times have you stayed at a palace i can tell you it's uh not the first time i've had such a a luxury uh might as well take it while we can get it god yes i think i will stay at the palace ah excellent i was thinking sir if I would head back up to the ship and see if I could get any more readings on the rest of the planet. Uh, I'm assuming we're not locked into the space we're at now. So maybe even drift a bit further west towards this area and see if I can spot anything. Uh, Question. Well, yeah, before, <laughs> before we answer, let me ask Neil then. So is it is it okay for us to take the shuttle off the planet? I mean, like, he doesn't want the ship to leave orbit. Yeah, as long as, like... Like, we don't all get on the shuttle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, if all of you went up, it would... Like, they don't know, but then you'd have to start answering questions. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. he doesn't want to answer questions. Right, but right. It's a small... Like, the city is big here. The capital is big enough, but, like, people would know that you're still there and at least there's some log of who's going, coming and going. So like if, like if Emmaus goes up, there's like the whole command crew isn't listed on leaving on the shuttle. Right. How how about this? So, so he, so, so um, Emma says that, and I say, uh, yes, that is an excellent idea. Uh, Call for another shuttle to be brought down we'll leave this other one here. So it does not appear that we are all leaving after we have agreed to stay. And I guess maybe if, if you would just let um, his majesty know that I will be heading up just to do some other investigations while the three um, or three, I don't know what Kynuk's going to do partake in his hospitalities then. Of course, of course. And I promise I won't get us into trouble or overstep our bounds. (laughs) 
And he raises an eyebrow. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't care if you're orbiting the planet in a different asynchronous orbit or moving around. But if you leave like yeah. orbit, then they might be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I yeah. just fucking told you guys. But if you're in orbit, regardless of where you are, it's what I'm assuming if the navigator and the rogue trader are on the ground then if the rogue traders on the ground they kind of don't give a shit about anyone else because yeah. they're not gonna yeah. leave their captain <laughs> right, right, right. they're not gonna leave the guy with the one ability to be like i'm not allowed to be arrested yeah. <laughs> and i also say these guys too because me like well, and the guards are right there right so like we're we're having this yeah, conversation yeah. so they're yeah. like oh, okay he's gonna leave fucking whatever like, yeah, go just like i'm gonna go up and do some scans then they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like it won't alarm anybody. Right, right. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's that, that'll be my plan, Captain. I will head up and see if we can get any more information from the areas that Kynok pointed out to the West. Excellent idea. Kynok, will you be joining him or are you going to uh, stay and partake of the hospitality of the, uh, of the, the uh, pals? Uh, with all due respect, sir, I believe that my uh, I will be heading up with Emmaus so that I might be able to better direct him in the repositioning. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Plus, I uh, I feel that I need a a a respite from this this place. It is not it's not comfortable. I would imagine the uh, the warp uh, taint that you can feel must rest heavy on your soul. Oh no no no! It's it's more so uh, the gravity. It it's not good. Ah, indeed, indeed. And he kind of like winks at you, like he turns his back to the guards, kind of like mm-hmm. winks at you, like yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then I guess we will. Uh, so he, you know, he says to one of the guards, he's like, "If you could uh, drop us off or, or drop, uh, you know, uh, my men over at the uh, spaceport, uh, we will have another shuttle brought down so they can, you know, further this investigation. Uh, while Jarn and I will remain uh, here as your guests at the palace, assuming they agree, and then we head off that way and uh, we'll drop you guys over there." So. Out of character, this place hasn't been visited for hundreds of years. What do you do with psychers if you can't ship them off to go work for the Imperium? Yeah, that's why I wanted to go to the palace. I'm going to stop fucking snooping my ass around. <laughs> Not to put too fine a point on it, but yeah, that's that's exactly why I wanted to stay in the palace. Well, I, I think, I mean, I'm not completely versed in the lore, but right, I think the black ships come and collect the psychers as they, you know, become apparent. Uh, so, I mean, I guess if he's got house psychers, so like if someone pops up on the planet and they're like, Oh shit, that guy's fucked up. You know, they mm-hmm. collect them and then mm-hmm. use them as anyone else in the, you know, in the Imperium would or generally to the emperor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's what the black ship would come and pick them up to go feed them. But if yeah. they have been sending them off, then, how many are there? I, yeah, I don't. I, like, I don't know what percentage of people would be, you know, born with you know some kind of psychic ability. Yeah, I mean, I they would all be unsanctioned, right? I mean, I figure mm-hmm. like a 
known missionary just walking around the palace, like asking questions, it's going to make people nervous. And I think nervous psychers tend to move shit with their mind by accident. <laughs> I I guess that's one theory. Get <laughs> nervous, hope they fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Well, I figure like literally part of my backstory is that like I tracked these people down. So yeah, I figure he probably knows a couple of tricks. But yeah, all right, sh- stop talking about it quick. He's back. <laughs> so so Venari requested that the that the guys drop uh jo- um. Emmaus and uh, Kynok off at the spaceport and they were going to wait for another shuttle to come down. They could use our shuttle to call sure. for another shuttle and okay. to put that in the report that, uh, that Jarn and I would be staying at the palace uh, and, and on the ride over. So I had to wait for you to come back on the ride over. Uh, Venari would jump on the com and call uh, Lavinia and and just like you know, they like call, wait for it to answer, and be like, "So, have you ever uh, stayed at the palace?" Uh, no. Uh, how would you uh, like to? <laughs> You're the king, joking. The king uh, usually sends me home before I can sleep there. Yeah. Uh, we're, we are uh, dropping uh, two of our uh, crew crewmen off, clan crew off at the uh, spaceport. We could. Uh, Pick you up there, and you could uh, come back with us. I mean, as long as it's not, it might be a little inappropriate. That makes it all the much more fun. Well, I suppose if you're insisting I join you for official business purposes, of course. Of course. And I guess I, I guess it's my job as member of the administratum to help coordinate whatever business dealings that, that you have to arrange uh, with the spaceport. So I, I guess if you're, if you need me to work late, I, I guess I have to. I will be working quite late. I hope we work really hard. <laughs> indeed. Indeed we will. Fast. What? <laughs> you can edit that. Um, He's just going to hire your voice slightly so that you actually sound like a chick. <laughs> yeah. I could, I still haven't installed that program. I do have a thing. It just, I feel like it's going to sound weird, but I've downloaded a couple things to try. Yeah. So that's the only other thing that he wanted to accomplish <laughs> okay. for the night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, the two get their shuttle, They'll get left at the spaceport uh, while it's, you know, descending uh, and landing. Uh, you pick up Lavinia. Uh, you are taken to the palace. Uh, the guards are quite uh, cordial. Uh, they let you, essentially. The the one does, like, the a servant, not a guard, does ask, you know, like, oh, would you like help to your rooms, like, with, you know, whatever equipment or luggage or whatever you might have and then offers to show you your room. And then in the meantime asks, you know, if you'd prefer any, if you'd like anything in your room for the evening uh, refreshments or anything, they're happy to provide. Yeah, definitely wine and, you know, whatever. 
I'm sure they have, you know, chocolate covered strawberries or yeah, yeah. The, the whole, the whole deal. Sort of fancy platter of cheese and fruit. Mm-hmm. Anything for Jarnan? Uh, yeah. Now Jarnan will just take the basics. <laughs> necessities. Of course. Uh, rations. Yeah. <laughs> Straw and oats. Uh, <laughs> as long as it's not grain. Yeah. Yeah. Even so, even like, yes, the, it, your room would be essentially then all you have is, I mean, you have like a bathroom all that, but they do have like, you know, like a really nice purified water jug stuff. So like you do have that sort of amenities. Um, they bring a very nice, uh, wine, um, uh, to Venari's room and a platter of sort of just like, you know, a dessert cheese and fruit platter type thing of all locally grown stuffs um, that are uh, quite delicious looking. Um, anything before, and then obviously if the crew makes it back up, everyone's aware of what's happening and the plan. Don't freak out. The captain's not here. He's staying down there, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not sure who to go to. Uh, Anais, are you doing scans right away, or are you gonna like, like, sleep and then do it like in the morning, whatever space morning is? Well, I was gonna <laughs> say, I was gonna just, you know, if Kynok and I are going back up, I'll just ask him. You know, I, I'm just gonna say, my, you know, my thoughts were to try to scan west to the area you pointed out previously. Uh, is there anything specifically that you can do that's not ship related? Is there any kind of sensing that you would want to do? Do you need to be closer or I'm just trying to think if there's anything specifically you want to do outside of going to the control room and turning a bunch of knobs and buttons? Well, that's not really my style anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> knobs and buttons. <laughs> Um, so I have a quick question. I have a, uh, a navigator ability void watcher. So it says that it can reveal hidden dangers, uh, such as mines, uh, void creatures and concealed ships, as well as more mundane perils. And then it says with skill and practice, the navigator's void sense can become amazingly precise and reach out across millions of kilometers of space. Okay. I can make it use it to make a perception test to detect objects in space up to a okay. distance. Okay. Um, would it be possible to use that to kind because it does it it talks about um, like void units. So I'm assuming this is like a vast area. Could I possibly use this while on the ship to pinpoint an area on the planet? Uh, I mean, I want to say yes, because logically, yes, as long as it doesn't, it, but it won't translate into like, I don't want to get into like a scrying. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I just want to, I just want, I'm like, not trying to like feel, I'm not trying to suss out like the, like the exact origin and like what specifically is doing it. So I can like turn my third eye and be like, 
Yep, I see a guy right down there. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Like no, if you're on like if you're like on a fucking orbiting a hive world, you're not gonna be like, we need to find this guy, and you like find him in like level thirty thousand of life <laughs> right. on and like right. in that room. But yes. No, yeah, I'm just more so trying to, yeah, like a general area, just so we know, because right now all we know is like the West. Yes, and so I'm just trying to do a certainly do a wide, because like in that case, it's like yes, like a ship is like several kilometers. So if you're pinpointing an area of interest that you know of, I'll yeah, I'd let you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm trying. I mean, because it mentions like concealed ships and asteroids and void creatures and stuff like so i'm assuming it's not like uh we're talking about like an area of like several blocks or like yeah. you know stuff like that yeah. i'm not a big to, area i'm not there, saying yeah. like like he's at like coordinates right there <laughs> yeah 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 you, right, could, cool. you could use it for that especially to detect a warp signature in some more defined region from mm-hmm. urban sure yeah you do that all right sounds yeah. good all right so it is a so it is a perception test modified by range inside of potential objects as the gm uh Ooh. thinks appropriate hmm. so the distance equals outside of combat the distance equals 1000 kilometers times the navigator's perception bonus which so we're looking at 5000 kilometers well that's definitely within that no, if you're not orbiting farther than five thousand kilometers <laughs> from orbit. Like it's less than that. Yeah, I don't know what the general orbit of a planet is to be in orbit. Orbit like it's usually what is it? The moon's two hundred fifty thousand miles from the Earth. Is that right? Like yeah, sounds about right. How far up is the space station? Uh, yeah. two hundred thirty-eight thousand nine hundred miles. So the the ISS orbits at 400 kilometers above. Okay. So let's say, yeah, you'd be at f- four to 500. Did you say miles or kilometers? Kilometers. kilometers. Yeah. Then you're, yeah, like four to 500 kilometers is all you would need. That's what you would be to be in orbit, whatever the yeah. shuttle or the space station is. That's what you would be orbiting at. So. Right. Yeah, so we're well within that distance. Then. Oh, yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. Um, the size is like, I don't know if it does it give an example of like what a base size is. Like, a ship is fucking giant. Like, it's not a kilometers wide area that you're looking for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be like, yeah, it'd be smaller than that. But let's say a one kilometer unit. Depend. Okay. Well, let's just say roll it and at straight up, mm-hmm. and depending, you'll get more or less information based on how well you roll. There you go. Well, I got a thirty-seven out of fifty-eight, so two degrees okay. of success. Um, you can certainly feel um a particular. So as you're kind of orbiting, you can see there's uh, obviously sort of some rocky uh, sort of mountainous areas. There's a li- there is a chain of mountains that kind of so like it's it's kind of like a desert basin, right? And there's mm-hmm. Mountains kind of around it, and there's like sort of a a line of kind of craggy mountainous uh, foothills that kind of 
slope down through the center a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, in the middle of that, uh, is where you feel a more dense warp presence. Sounds good. It does coincide with the directionality of the sort of pulling in of the retraction of that warp energy you felt. All right. All right. So yeah, I'll, um, I would say at that point you could pinpoint it within a kilometer. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. All right. So I'll probably have done this like on the observation deck. Um, so I'll come down to the bridge, to the, uh, to the bridge, um, go over to Emmaus and, uh, kind of, Ask him, ask him to to open up the map of the planet. I kind of scroll it around a little bit and then point and be like, "There, that is where we need to go." Okay, so um, I'm assuming we don't want to go over now, right, Kynok? We want to just do some scouting and report back. Ah, uh, yeah, I, f- I feel like we should probably wait for our dear captain. At the very least, we should. Uh, Make him aware of the situation. So the Probably area, take care of that. Yeah. So the area you're pointing out, you saying you can feel in the generalized area, but you're not getting any kind of information from that. If there's structures no. there or ships or there, there's being. definitely no the the I can sense that there is a pull that there is a a strong connection to the Imperium in that location. So the veil is definitely thinned there. I cannot tell exactly what is causing it from this distance, but there is definitely something there. Okay. So can I, can we get some scans of, I don't know if it's visual or just read, you know, the readings of structures, beings, ships, anything like that in the area that kind of pointed out. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have ship scanners that can do that. Um, you can actually add the ship's detection bonus to that, too. I think it's 15. I'm looking it up right now. To your perception to look for just okay. general, like, features of the area. Yeah. Um, I'm debating. Eh, I'll give you another plus 10 because you know exactly where you're looking within a kilometer. That's a pretty small unit. Okay. So whatever ship detection is plus ten to that plus your perception. Perception. Yeah, okay. For uh scrutiny in this case. Okay. I, I don't see it. I don't know why. Damn it, John. Well, I have turret rating one, shields one, armor fourteen, hull integrity thirty-two, speed ten, maneuver oh, detection twenty-two. There you go. There so plus thirty plus thirty-two. Plus 32. So 72 is well, that's what I got to roll to. So, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Oh. You'd be like 98, <laughs> 70. Wow, do you want to? Yeah. Well, do you want to yeah, re roll? Yeah. The end of the session, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, if you roll and miss it, it's gonna be 20. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> You you just you hear Venari in the back of your head like do a better Bro. fucking job. <laughs> do it again, stupid. <laughs> you stand above the crewman who's operating it and you go, enhance. Enhance. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
<laughs> it just zooms in and gets like, you know, somehow it's like 10 times the resolution. <laughs> um, you really have good enhanced software. Um, so it looks like there are some systems of natural caves in that area. However, there's also what looks to be a very unnatural cave uh, that looks man-made in its structure as in it's too circular. Like it's almost as it's a gradient down in a pathway that's fairly straight, almost too straight. And then like a circular room with, uh, uh, you, it's almost like a dome, which is extremely unlikely. Uh, and then there's actually, uh, you can actually see it's open, open air at the top. There's a hole sort of in the top as well, which is wholly unnatural. Like that's a, nearly impossible for that to have been done naturally. So someone or something carved out that particular area. And, uh, yeah, uh, I'll say that's probably all you would see from that. Okay. But that's pretty good. Yeah. So I'll look at Kynock and say, in the area you pointed out, there is definitely some unnatural, um, looks like something was made in a cave there. So there does, we definitely have a focus of what we need to tell the rest of the, everyone else down below that we need to go check out. We need to let Roderick know that something's going on out there and it is not the natural landscape of the area. Yes. Very curious. I'm assuming yeah. it's, it's getting late, right? So we don't want to go down yeah. and inter, interrupt everyone's yes. party. Cause I'm assuming Kynock and I are guessing if we didn't even, if we didn't hear Benari call Lavinia, we're figuring that's what's going to happen. <laughs> At least in my mind, that's what I figure was going to happen. So, yeah, it's it's definitely late at this point. Very, very late. You can always wait if you're waiting. That's fine. Yeah, I would, yeah I would say, well, I'm, yeah, I think Kynock and I probably both have to, you know, I'll go talk to the rest of the crew and see what's going on, making sure everything's all right. And I'm, I'm assuming we'll um, settle down for the night then. Yep, everything looks pretty normal so far. They don't notice anything weird. Um, since we're, we're, we're coming up on time, uh, I'm going to cut to, so in, so Venari, after doing whatever you do, uh, it's, it's dark in your room. You hear a soft kind of throat clearing that wakes you up. And as you sort of your eyes kind of like get adjusted. You see a man sitting in a chair, one of the, just the regular sort of uh, lounge chairs uh, or, you know, or study chairs, whatever, uh, in your room um, that looks, it's hard to tell in the dark uh, at the moment. Um, and he's looking directly at you, says, well, it seems we need to talk, you stupid bastard. But I don't want to wake your girlfriend. 
So should we talk here or step outside? The Venari squints to see like if he can get like you know he's trying to see if he can see who it is like somebody is there. Or uh, give me a scrutiny check. Scrutiny. All right. I I don't think I have that. <laughs> uh, do, do, do. I don't. So a half. So twenty. No, even less than that. I got thirty-seven. So what is that? Fifteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh. All right. Seventy-five. Dude in the room. (laughs) It's a guy. That's it. He like like he rubs his eyes and shit. So he kind of like scooches. So he like pulls his arm out from underneath Lavinia. And like, you know, makes a show of like, you know, hold on, and like it goes to like his pile of clothes and whatever, and like, you know, puts on like pants at least. Okay. <laughs> and like, I guess like he'll grab his shirt with like the plasma pistol under it. Okay. Like, so he like he has it like he's gonna get dressed, but he's just grabbed the shirt, so he's got the pistol. Okay. Surreptitiously. Okay. Um, and uh, he just, okay. you know, like quietly, he's like, after you. Uh, <laughs> you notice the guy stands up. Um, he's pretty big. I mean, he's not, he's not particularly huge or anything. Um, but he's wearing, he's certainly wearing some sort of large blade, probably a pistol as well, some sort. And he walks close enough to you to gr- you notice him grin, and he's like, "Don't play coy with me." And then, like, ushers you toward the door in front of him. And he's like, "I doubt you'll need the plasma pistol, but if it makes you feel better, he rolled a one on his pers- on his." <laughs> so he knows what you um, so and opens he, the door for you if you're not putting up a ton of resistance. No, so so he just shrugs then and puts his shirt on and holsters the pistol. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He quietly opens the door and uh, ushers you through if you walk through with him. Yes. And he just, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think if he could signal the skull in some way that the guy would know it or if the thing would, like, automatically follow. I mean, again, like, I don't think we have any sort of, like... It would probably auto-follow, but in that case, when he sees it coming, he'll say, leave the skull. Venari just shrugs, and he's like, uh, you know, stay home or whatever, whatever the command would be. Yeah. Okay. Steps out, closes the door. Do you want to go any further, or do you want to cliffhang that? Uh, I guess we could cliffhang that. It's up to you. I we can have the conversation as well. Uh, how long is it gonna go? <laughs> I don't know. You guys tend to go longer than I think on some of these conversations, <laughs> but like, it's a interesting conversation. Fuck! I got a hard stop in like fifteen. That's the. I'd probably say less than 15, but, you know. I thought your hard stop was now. 
That's what I thought. Yeah, so well, what it, it, it like. takes me 10 minutes to go get her, right? So, like, I have a little <laughs> bit of leeway. <laughs> you don't understand. You left it with a cliffhanger. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do, you tell me. Uh, yeah, we can. I mean, if it's going to be short. So, when we get into the hallway, then, like, he, like, you know, pulls himself up to his full height and, like, you know, l- looks at the guy to see if it's somebody familiar. Uh, you don't notice. He doesn't look familiar. Well, he looks familiar, but you don't know him. He does look a hell of a lot like Roderick. Younger, scruffier, like stubble. So like his brother. Messier hair. Um, you could make the assumption there's a hell of a lot of family resemblance there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's clearly the younger of the two. And that obviously means he's not the one in charge. All right. Uh, that's kind of how that works. Um, right. So he's definitely more like disheveled, like he's more cavalier looking. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. more rakish. Yes, yeah. Right. Um, so then, so then he kind of like gives him the hairy eyeball, and he's like, "I uh, assume that Roderick doesn't know that you're here." Of course not. And I have to tell you, you're fucking everything up, traitor. What? Indeed, I am a rogue traitor. Good of I you know. Notice. I'm aware. He's like, let's move somewhere more private. And he just walks. He walks across the the hallway to another room and kind of opens the door and is like, yeah, go in. He he pauses for a long moment and just just stares at him, and then he, he just kind of like, okay. He, he, he like he just inclines his head and like slowly like he strodes across the the hall to the other room. Okay. Uh, as you go in, shuts the door. He like motions for you to sit down at one of the chairs. Yeah, he'll sit. Uh, he sits as well across from you. There's a little table in between. Give me. Do you have what? What forbidden lore? Do you have a forbidden lore? Xenos. Me for Ridden Lord Xenos. Uh, she's all these fucking dice suck. So, seventy-three. Uh, I'm gonna let me fucking reroll. I'm gonna spend a fate point. <laughs> have you ever heard the phrase? Have you ever heard the saying that if everyone around you is an asshole, <laughs> maybe it's not all your dice that suck, John. Well, yeah, everybody knows I'm an asshole. Fucking ninety-six. God damn it! I don't know anything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not. Yeah, you don't. You got somewhere with the second roll. Yeah, you don't have a particular. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, you know how you almost know something, but then when you try to really think about it, it goes away further away from you. Yeah. yeah, it's like on the tip of my tongue. He's like yeah. he's like tapping his temple. Like I don't know. Like fucking something. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, he he sits down. He looks. Annoyed, um, but not like fears. Man, he's just like, "Well, your arrival has certainly thrown a wrench into my business." But you're a rogue trader. I'm a businessman, and I'm hoping that we can work out some sort of a deal. Ah, deals are what I work all the time. I had hoped you would say that. I assume profit. Perhaps it's more important than loyalty to various organizations. You'd be surprised. 
let's just say my brother runs this place. It's fine. But I have some other dealings that are quite lucrative for me. And your arrival and raising of certain alarms has created complications for that business. So I'm here to offer you an opportunity to perhaps partner with me and make those complications go away. So he kind of leans forward a little bit. He's, it's interesting. What, uh, what dealings do you have? What, what do you have to offer me? Well, I can't say it won't be risky. I will, of course, disavow any knowledge <laughs> of business dealings between the two of us. Seeing as I have other partners who mm, don't like competition, but I'm pretty sure you'll recognize this. And he has, you know, a rather ornate looking necklace that he pulls out and on the end of it is a vial of inky black liquid. Hmm, that does look familiar. I thought you might recognize it. It's quite useful. To hide tainted grain? Let's say that's a minor inconvenience that I had to deal with. You're alerting the authority, telling my brother, dealing with all of that. I had nothing to do with tainted grain. I couldn't give half a shit less about the tithing to the Imperium. Pardon my heresy. But you're bringing attention to the Harvest Mother. This grain situation could only bring the Imperium's eye to our community. And let's just say... I'm sure you can search the records. I'll give you this in good faith. The black ships, regardless of warp storms or not, haven't been here in quite some time. And I'd like that to continue. Interesting. I'm sure you could see how such a capability, and he kind of like dangles the substance again, might be useful in protecting psychers from the Imperium's iron fist, as it is. They are useful tools, indeed. Of course, but again, used as tools. Whereas others may allow them more freedoms. He he, he chuckles as, as he thinks of Kynok. <laughs> With, of course, for a price. Very, very high price. Well, some of this may be out of my hands at this point. I mean, now that the warp storms have receded, uh, the Imperium obviously is, again, uh, interested in the planet, uh, mostly for the tithe. I would not be able to prevent black ships from coming even a rogue trader has has no such power over things as these oh of course not 
But so long as you don't bring attention to particular methodologies which conceal any need for black ships, of course, they will only come or investigate further if they can detect the presence of a psyker. That's what they do. Well, Roderick has, uh, and and yourself by extension, does have psychers that belong to his house, to your house? Of course, sanctioned, but we haven't had a sanctioned psyker since our current house's agent that you've met. Hmm. Uh, let me ask you. This is the only one we've had. It's quite a fortunate coincidence for our citizens that none have been cursed with the plague of the warp. Indeed, indeed. Let, let me ask you a, a question that you might be able to help me with. Maybe it relates tangentially to the business that we're currently discussing. Uh, there appears to be a disturbance to the West that we believe may be responsible for the taint on the grain, if it's not your doing, of course. And it isn't. Uh, Would you be able to provide any information as to what may or may not be residing outside of the city? I wouldn't know. I have no dealings with that. I barely spoke to any of the Harvest cult. I don't care to deal with those particular people. I mean, they're simple laborers, zealots with this tithe bullshit. My brother's responsible for that. That's his responsibility. I'm left to my own devices. And it just so happens my means allowed me opportunities that others wouldn't have opportunities to provide resources to particular parties who are interested without the empire interfering. I assure you with enough of this substance, even the most powerful psyker wouldn't be detected by any of the Imperium's best, uh, Countermeasures. Yeah, yeah, countermeasures. Yeah. Or uh, even by their best methods of detection. Doesn't take much. I do not wish to become enmeshed in a power struggle between you and your brother. Oh, it's not a struggle. You just simply make whatever problem you've found go away quickly, quietly. And I don't care. Whatever tithe, whatever. Your Imperial ships can come and pick up the grain. As long as when my business partners are around, I certainly have the means to schedule so that any Imperial ships would not be in port. I'm safe that way. Perhaps you're safer that way. And perhaps both of us are richer that way. I know I will be. And in the meantime, everyone's happy. He gets to run his colony and be a faithful servant to the Imperium. And I get richer and richer and richer. Well, there's something to be said for that, for sure. 
And of course, I can find my way off this fucking dirt hole anytime I want after that with the connections I've made. And I don't even have to worry about who I've dealt with. And he puts his hand down and he certainly has his, his sword is, you don't really need to roll anything to know it's Xenos in origin um, and quite formidable looking. Um, There's like, think about it. I have a resource. Perhaps if you have business partners in need of another, in in need of said resource, uh, perhaps we could be making deals. In the meantime, you make this warp taint situation go away. Tell the Empire everything's fine. Make sure the ships come and go without any questions. I'll keep my business going. You keep your business going. And everyone's happy. And, and what's, what's my silence worth to you? Well, I can certainly give you access. There aren't many, if any, who could access such abilities contained in this liquid. Outside of that, perhaps, if you're not willing to consider the big picture, I could offer you thrones, I suppose. Seems a little crass. I think this is worth quite more than any amount of currency that I could give you, but I can give you a piece of that. Or perhaps in exchange, uh, when in need, I could get you difficult to obtain items in Imperial space. You present me with an interesting offer. One that I will need to ponder on for a little bit. Uh, We don't have any intentions of leaving soon. We, as you say, must remedy the uh, tainted grain situation. Of course. Well, I'll let you think upon it. And I'll say think quickly. Think quietly. And if I get any word back that my brother has heard of our conversation, then certainly your girlfriend might be in some amount of danger, if not yourself. You certainly are capable. But in some cases, let's just say technology and the ability to utilize it may overcome raw power and abilities. So although I may not be, may not look like a military man, I certainly have equipment far beyond that of perhaps even some of the crusaders themselves. Venari just, you know, just inclines his head to him like, okay, sure, whatever. He's like, believe me or not, we'll be in touch. He stands up and walks out of the room. He stays in the room. You know, like, so he gets up and walks out. And he just stays in the chair. Okay. Uh, and he'll he'll sit there for, you know, a, a few minutes, kind of sure. digest, and then, uh, and then head back to the bedroom. Okay. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. 
I, I guess I will have to message you on the side to throw out some particular okay. ideas and things. Okay. Just so I, so I, so like player has some idea of, sure. you know, what, what we're sure. talking about. So cool. Jarnan will be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get that, that soundboard going. Huh? Dump, dump. Only if he knows about it. Yeah. Well, and you're used to it probably anyway. Yeah, he's not going to be happy with this one. This is like the worst of the worst. (laughs) (laughs) A fucking missionary. Yeah, not great. Especially one who's hunted down psychers. Yeah, it's not great because it's basically hiding and trading in unsanctioned psychers, which is super heresy. <laughs> mm. Especially when doing it either with or with the help of Zenos. <laughs> real bad. It's real bad. Yeah. He's not going to be happy if he finds out. That's assuming he finds out. <laughs> yeah, He's going to find out. <laughs> he always does. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see like whether or not his brother shows up for breakfast or whatever. Like if there's a, like a huge thing in the morning. Uh, uh yeah, I didn't really think about that, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Good job, John. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a little more you know cloak and dagger than straight up. Hmm. Murder yeah, I, each other town. Yeah, you know, I just imagine like a, you know the the fully, you know, like hint dropping going back and forth between the three of us, and you know, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. All right, I have to bail. I gotta go get my kid. Thanks everybody for watching. Uh, buy coffee, leave reviews, do all the things. We'll catch you next time. Peace out. Peace. <laughs> Peace. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.